If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. Five Adrenal-Friendly Activities. Hi friends, it's Diane here and I want to talk to you today about helping your adrenal glands. You know, your adrenal glands do a lot of work. They're very small, they're like the size of an almond, kind of not much bigger, and they sit on top of your kidneys. And your kidneys and your adrenal glands help you moderate fear and stress and anxiety, but fear, those kinds of things. And so your adrenaline helps you rise to the occasion at work or life or home. And with gifted and profoundly gifted people and sensitive people, our adrenal glands sometimes work overtime. We live in a world that's constant bombardment where we have to be on call all the time for whatever. So we're always just a little elevated. And that's not how our nervous systems are built. Our nervous systems are built to be in harmony and rest most of the time with short periods of adrenal activity to take care of whatever the big problem is. So because we live in a society, in a system, in a way, and with expectations, especially shortly after New Year, where we're supposed to all be doing our resolutions and working really hard and no pain, no gain, you have to make X number of dollars to be successful, all of that pressure, all of that being a human doing versus a human being takes a toll on our adrenal glands. So today I want to take the time and share five things you can do that are friendly to your adrenal glands that help them relax and heal and function well. Because your adrenal glands, you know, are, are energetically and they feed into the function of your thyroid. So a lot of people have thyroid issues, which usually tells me there's also something adrenal going on, like stress related, right? So the first adrenal friendly activity is to stop a few times a day, two or three times a day, and simply take deep breaths. Breathe. Pay attention to your breathing. Reset yourself. When you're focusing, sometimes and most of the time, people hold their breath. I notice when I'm focusing on something or I'm creating something, I'll feel myself start to hold my breath because that's the way our systems are trained. But really, if you breathe more, you'll have more creativity and more life vitality to function with. So start by stopping two, maybe three times a day, taking two or three minutes and simply focusing on your breath, breathing deeply, exhaling first and inhaling and exhaling and inhaling in slow, nice rhythm. And let yourself rest, let your mind rest for a moment. I use the word harmony. I just think of harmony and I breathe for a couple minutes. That's all. It's not big, you know, like as far as a lot of time, but it's big as far as helping your adrenals calm down. 
because when we're holding our breath, it sends emergency signals to the system that something's wrong. So the adrenal glands stay at attention and they're working over hard. We don't want them to work over hard. We want them to work smoothly. And so when we're holding our breath, we're sending the wrong message to our body. We're sending it's an emergency. So let's breathe to send the message to our body that things are going well. Number two is to massage your temples and then your earlobes. Like you know where your temples are, the side of your eyes, that little indent in your head. Take your thumbs or your index finger, whichever finger works, and slowly massage in circles. You want to go circles back, you know, toward the back of your head and then reverse the circles and just let yourself massage in a circle your temples for a few minutes. You'll know when you're done. You'll feel done. And then massage your earlobes. So it's temples and then earlobes, both sides of your head and both ears. You can even do it while you're doing the breathing to allow yourself to start to put relaxation in your system. It also helps your lymph system start moving and reminding your body that you're safe, you're okay. So massaging your temples in circles going forward and then in circles going backward and then drop down to your earlobes and massage your earlobes. Usually a minute or two for each of those is good, but sometimes longer. Go with what your heart, your kind of intuition tells you is the most effective thing for you to do because there's no you can't do it too much. That's for sure. So just pay attention. How does it feel for you? The third thing is one of my favorites, and that is to add beauty to your life. Practice pausing and admiring the beauty all around you, whether it's artwork in your home or artwork you've created, maybe, or fresh flowers, you know, or the flame of a candle. Sometimes I just like to watch how the flame flickers and how it moves, or looking at anything that has beauty. For me, the night sky has that, or leaves, or my puppy. So think about your life. You could even look around right now while you're listening to me. What adds beauty to your world? You know, we have our brains are deletion brains, and they delete out everything we think we don't need. So sometimes we walk through life kind of in a sleepwalking trance, where we're really not seeing and appreciating the beauty around us. So you slow down a little bit and notice. You know, I was noticing the light going through one of my oil candles that's, um, the candle itself is clear with red um, oil in it, and it makes this beautiful uh, red kind of illuminated stripe on my wall. It's beautiful. But I could be going around going so fast that I miss it. So what do you do to pause and admire beauty in your world? You can add beauty if you want to get cut flowers or get really pretty art. And you can also just appreciate what is around you wherever you are in whatever you're doing. It takes that conscious attention to noticing the beauty. Pause and admire beauty. Take a few breaths and just admire it. I I make myself smile. I have my, my, my little smile on when I'm noticing beauty. Like I was looking at my puppy sleeping the other day and she was kind of snoring. <laughs> and so I was just admiring the beauty of her little soul and her little being. And I found myself smiling because it's beautiful. So how can you do that? How can you add beauty in your world and also notice 
the beauty that's already in your world. The beauty of nature and birds and grass and trees and all those things. The beauty of your own body, your skin, your hands, your feet. The fact that your heart is beating right now as you're listening to me without you telling it what to do. That's beautiful, right? So just notice. Notice the things in other people that you love and admire. That's beauty. And if you see it in them, it's also in you. So there's double beauty. It's everywhere when we open our eyes to it. So we want to start pausing and admiring the beauty all around. The fourth thing is to get out in nature and breathe. <laughs> you know, that we can't say enough about in the natural world because we're part of it. We're not separate from it like some would like us to believe. And so go out on Mother Earth, on the grass or the, the sand near you, not the concrete, and uh, stand there on your bare feet. And I know it's winter in a lot of areas, so people look at me funny. You can do it in the summer, you know. Stand on your bare feet or put your hand on a on a mature tree or a branch of a tree and just appreciate the texture, the touch, the feel of the nature herself springing up all around you and breathing. So I'll walk up to a tree and I'll lovingly put my hand on the trunk of the tree and I'll just kind of take a couple breaths and allow myself to feel the textures of that tree on my hand and just hang out there for a moment. By slowing down and taking breaths and connecting to something in the natural world, we send messages to our nervous system, our adrenal glands, our thyroid, all of our being, that we are connected and everything is good. So it matters that we take time to do that in whatever way works for us. That's the fun thing about these activities is there's not one thing to do. I like the variety. I'll go, you know, hang out with one tree or I'll look at flowers or I'll sit and I'll watch bluebirds um, fly or cardinals fly and just connect with what that must be like and, and the, their cute little bodies and their little feathers, right? Or the owls or the hawks and get out in that natural world and breathe and appreciate and admire nature herself. And the fifth thing is to add consciousness to your actions, your words, your thoughts, and your breath to pay attention. And, and, you know, consciousness has lots of different uh, meanings, but what I'm talking about here is paying attention, paying attention to, are you breathing properly in the way that serves your body? Paying attention to what are you saying to yourself? How are you being in the world? Do your actions line up with your thoughts? Do your words line up with your thoughts and your actions? Are you, at the end of the day, resting in peace because you were aware of your interaction with the world that day, what you've received, what you've given, and you're paying attention along the way? So for me, being conscious is paying attention and releasing the idea that we have to hurry, hurry, hurry and miss most of the day. or going into sleepwalking mode and just doing what we do because that's what we're doing. And I think we've all done it where we are driving someplace and then we get um, there and we're like, oh my God, I don't even remember the trip. How many red lights did I go through? I'm, I'm just shocked. We've all done it where we've been so distracted and not conscious of the moment we're in 
that we miss it. And we do it in relationships. We do it at work. We do it in relationship with ourselves. We do it all the time if we're not paying attention. So part of helping our adrenal glands and our system feel safe and work more effectively for us and have more vibrancy is to be conscious, is to pay attention. I call it heads up ball. In fact, I worked with a professional football player one time and we were talking about being conscious and aware in his, you know, in his work on the field and in his training. And he said, well, I I have a, I have a saying I say all the time. I go, what's the saying? He said, do not let the ball touch the ground. Just don't let it touch the ground. And so to him, his way of staying conscious and aware and in a moment is to not let the ball touch the ground. Obviously, he was a receiver, right? <laughs> but it's, 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 it's important because what happens is if we're not in the moment paying attention, then we drop the ball, literally. And we don't follow through in the way we would like to. If we're not paying attention in the moment, we will start acting on ideas or thoughts or memories that are not applicable to what's going on in the current moment. So it's very important that we start to pay attention. In order to pay attention mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, we want to slow down our inner world a bit. We live in an on-demand society that wants us to be available all the time, 24-7, hurry, 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 push, hurry, engage. And that's not the most effective way for our bodies to work. It stresses the adrenal glands out. I've spent many years of my life being on call where I didn't know if the phone was going to ring. And way back in the old days, beepers and things, right? I didn't know. So a part of me was always on alert, even when I thought I was resting. And I paid a big price for it. And so I've learned over the years these things and other things that help our adrenal glands calm down. Our kidneys work with our liver, work with our thyroid, and all of the other organs. And the adrenal glands are connected to the kidneys. And so all of it comes together. It matters when we live in a world that's full of chaos and and overstimulation to take a break, be in the moment and pay attention. Now, if you have inner resistance to anything I'm saying, or like I breathe already, or I do that already, or I know this already, because we all do it at times, it's not right or wrong. But notice that any inner resistance we have to anything. So the most motivated patients and clients I've ever worked with over all my decades of experience, the most motivated ones have more challenge with unconscious resistance to change. So if somebody says, oh, I'm in, I want to do everything. They'll try to do too much too fast, or they'll find themselves sabotaging often because there is always an unconscious resistance of some level in all of us. So it's part of our responsibility to invest in what we say we're going to do for our welfare, no matter what the inner resistance might feel like. So, for example, I like to go outside and be in nature every day and breathe and just appreciate the natural world, whether it's, you know, the night sky or the day sky or the trees or the animals, whatever. And 
I always pay attention to the resistance I have, or I'm tired, or I have this to do, or that to do, or maybe I'll do extra tomorrow. Our brains will make excuses when not an excuse isn't necessary. Our brains will make excuses from that inner unconscious resistance to change. So it's not a fault of yours. It's not a problem. It's an awareness to have to say, well, if I made a decision, then I'm going to follow through with it, even if my inner self is acting all goofy about it, which is different than if you have like an actual intuition that there's a warning. Unconscious resistance to change happens in all of us. So sometimes our biggest goals can get sabotaged because we get distracted by an unconscious resistance of some sort. So let's start by getting our adrenal glands, especially in this time of year, to calm down so that we can use our executive functioning and our critical thinking in a way that serves us, in a way that works for us. And the way we do that is by breathing and connecting to the world around us, by appreciating beauty, by you know massaging our earlobes and our temples and loving our body. You know, you can do all kinds of massage to love your body in all different kinds of ways. And all of it is helpful. And get out in nature. All these things, especially when you combine them, remind your body, remind your nervous system, remind your mind that you're okay. And you're safe in this world, in this body. It's that that will allow your adrenal glands to calm down that that will let your executive functioning and problem solving skills to come and stay online it's important it's important that we come out of the trance of hurry 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 and the trance of we have to keep doing 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 there is a lot of power in silence and in quiet so i encourage you friends to do things every day to support your adrenal glands because in, in effect you're supporting your entire system. I encourage you to slow down and be a human being rather than simply a human doing. So I hope these have helped you. I hope these ideas have reminded you of maybe of things you know or you didn't know or didn't think of them that way. Because the whole idea of the Someone Gets Me podcast is to remind you that I get you. I understand. I've experienced much of the things that we're all thinking about. So until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, remember to keep your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you are very important in this world. You are beautiful. You are lovable. You are capable. So go out there and allow yourself to feel loved, to breathe in the beauty of the world around you and honor your very essence and who you are. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.